Good morning, Eddie. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Annie. What a Tuesday. Give me, <laughs> give me your levels. How tired are you? How awake are you? How... Oh, I'm I'm pretty awake. I'm fairly... I, this weekend on the bus, we had some... I, we. No, not a we. I had some curfews. Okay. I, I was put to bed pretty early every night by our team. <laughs> so yes. I feel way better than I did last weekend. We just laughed too much and too late last weekend. This weekend on the bus every night. They it's a really interesting system, Eddie. Um, mm-hmm. there are yellow lights and there are red lights, according to my bedtime. And someone on the mm-hmm. bus sets my yellow lights and my red lights. And meaning like, okay, midnight is a yellow light, meaning you should go to bed. Twelve thirty yeah. is the red light where everybody knows Annie can't Annie can't stay with us anymore. And my FOMO. Can you imagine? Everyone else gets to stay up except me. God. It's a dream scenario. <laughs> Being put to bed while all your friends are still laughing. I'm going to tell you a true story about my life that I still okay. take take just, and it's not a great story, but I okay. still think like that was the most adult thing I've ever done mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of IJM friends together. And it was just one of those like explosions of energy. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, we hadn't seen each other in a while. Talk, 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 talk. We're up yeah. late, late, yeah. late, late. And we were like closed whatever restaurant we're in. Now we're in a hotel lobby. Yeah. And there was like somewhere around 1130. And I just realized I was like exhausted in that kind of like exhausted, miserable way where you're sure. like, this isn't slowing down. People are still chatting. And I got up and just said, like, I love you guys. I'm going to bed. I don't sure. think I've ever felt as proud of myself as an adult because I would have normally pushed <laughs> till 1.30 and then been crying, basically, right. or whatever. I felt so – I was very proud of my adulting in that moment. Again, terrible story, but took opposite people. Uh-huh. Whereas your FOMO, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God, that's the dream scenario. Is oh, all of I it still happening? And I got my phone out and texted back to the person who had put me – put me to bed pretty much at my red, red light. And I was like, right, right. I hate this. He said, mm-hmm. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, y'all are all still laughing. And then I just, but yeah, I, I mean, feel I, my body, they are right. My body needs that. And so. Who I on did. earth is staying up till 1230? Well, what time is well, the show? We don't get, right. So we don't even, everybody isn't even on the bus a- after cleanup from, you know, loadout and everything until after 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good night. You need a couple hours. Right. And we don't have anything until nine in the morning. And so so the wind down is a little is a little bit later than I live my normal life. Yeah, that's why like rock stars and stand up comedians and stuff can't they they have these weird lives because like, yes, Mm -hmm. they could be home. They could do an 11 o'clock set and be home by midnight. But you can't when people have been clapping for you and laughing and cheering for you. It's going to yeah. be a couple hours. And when all of us have been spent the last four or five hours kind of in our own zones, doing our own things, and now we're back together yeah. and we want to talk about this thing we saw and this person we met and how this part of the show went. And Eddie, they, um, you're going to love this. In Tell me. One of the cities, I think it was in Kansas City, I came off stage. Yes. It had such a fun show. And everybody on our team like has cleanup work they have to do, right? Like everybody has like loadout work. So the tour manager walks me to my dressing room and says, okay, you know, just go ahead and pack up and call me when you're, when you're ready and we'll take you out to the bus or whatever. And I was like, got it. Wait, you're, I'm just going to be by myself. (laughs) I was just by myself for two hours on stage. (laughs) You're going to, I I'm, I'm 
very happy to be here. And now I'm by myself <laughs> because in most cities I had like yeah. friends or family that would be backstage with me oh, yeah. for the 20 or 30 minutes. But in <laughs> Kansas City, none of my friends could come. And so I just was in my dressing room by myself. And I was like, just... hey, we, I can't do this. This is really bad for my soul. So someone has to be with me. So luckily, most cities. Someone has like a to be with me. Yeah, just for a few <laughs> minutes afterwards. I just can't be all the way by myself right afterwards. Oh so, my gosh, that's. I know. We dream, head out again tomorrow I, night. Here we go, doing the last run of this um, of this leg. Where's the last run? Where are you going? Thursday night in Indianapolis. Friday night in Grand Rapids. Saturday okay. in Milwaukee. Sunday in uh, Minneapolis. Oh no, hold on, Indy. Grand Rapids, Milwaukee, Minneapolis. There it is. Okay. Minneapolis, the Minneapolis St. Paul area is secretly the place I think if I had to realistically move somewhere just based on just general overall vibe, I think uh-huh. I'd move to Minneapolis St. Paul. <gasps> I love the Twin Cities. Tell me why. Okay, everybody, first of all, I everybody I know from the Minneapolis St. Paul area are the best people. Uh-huh. True. Uh, you don't know these people, but just listen, Susan. Amor, I just believe you. you don't know. You don't know that name, but you no. can just tell. People call yeah. her Suze, S O O Z. Oh, that's a oh, person yeah. you would be. Oh around. yeah, Suze. Suze. Yeah, hundred percent. Suze, Suze having a heck of a time. John Good. You don't know John. His last name's Good. The yeah. uh, Sarah Groves. You know Sarah. I know uh, the musician, music of, of Sarah Groves. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah and her husband Troy. Minneapolis. Wow. I mean, they are. It's just this magical. I don't have to. So that's the first thing. The best, like just be. I'm sitting on the Great ground people. again. I'm. Wait, you're I'm, sitting on the I'm, ground. You have not told me that. I'm in a different. I'm. I'm at this house still, and so I'm sitting on the ground, and I'm trying to find because I last week's show when I listened back to it, I was a little echoey, so I'm trying to find a, a less echoey room. I don't mm-hmm. know that I've found the room, but to get mm-hmm. there, I'm on the ground, and I am just wildly uncomfortable. But anyhow, right. Minneapolis, St. Paul weather. It's beautiful. Four full seasons. The people are so nice. There's so much fun Four stuff to do there. Four full seasons, really? They have a real, yeah. a for real, for real spring and fall? Yeah. And real, yeah. and like hot and cold. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I love it. But anyhow, this is, wow. this was a tangent. You're going to places that I really I love like. Minneapolis. I think, no, I think it's great. I think and Minneapolis. And we're trying pretty hard to coffee shop yeah. every day to do like a local coffee shop, a couple of us. And so that's been enjoyable as well to like. Oh, yes. I've been seeing those pictures. That's great. Try to find a local spot everywhere. It was very fun. Has it been okay with being able to find vape shops for you guys as well? That's <laughs> two vape jokes in two weeks. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's weird that it just lives it is. in you. It is. Something about yeah. vaping to me, seeing someone uh, just basically smoking a USB uh, thing is so funny to me. It is I just so find funny it, to me. It looks like they're smoking a USB port. That's exactly what it looks it like. It does. They got a two terabyte flash drive from yes. Best Buy. <laughs> and then they have, they're now smoking it. Yeah. And I don't, I just have found it endlessly funny. So that's the end of that yeah. story. Okay. Okay. Great. We're all over the map this morning, Annie. Okay. Um, so that's yeah. your last leg of the tour. Yeah. Um, of the tour. I know that you, I'm interested, probably more interested in asking you questions than you are answering them. But the the leg that you just got off of, like the yes. dates that you just came off of, were there any like particularly, I know everybody's nice. Every, right. Everybody's wonderful. I got it. But sure. were there any like places that were like, holy smokes, that place was particularly wired up? 
Well, the last city we were in, Waco, we were at Harris Creek, which is my friend Jonathan Pecluda's church. And yes. their staff treated us like, I mean, we get treated so kindly everywhere. Every venue has been like so generous. But being at yeah. my friend's church and their staff, knowing what good friends that we are. And I mean, they just serve like crazy. And so we just felt it, it that felt so lovely to end a four run weekend. <sighs> With knowing that like the church staff was happy we were there. And so that was really lovely. I mean, it, they, they're all very different, right? Because every show is different. Every guest is different. Every audience is different. Every room is different. The only thing that's the same is the 10 of us who bust in and out, you know? And, yes, um, yes. and so, yeah, I mean, they're all, they're all so lovely. I mean, it's just been eight of the best days of my life. I, I just couldn't, couldn't ask sentence. for more. It's something special when somebody can really serve well. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I know everybody's been hospitable, but isn't there something about like, like when someone can't anticipate a need, they yeah, do a thing yeah. or they present you, or they show you a thing or like bring you a thing that you're like, yep. I didn't know I needed that. Uh-huh. And you're like, you're like a precog. Like I'm like five minutes in the future. You knew that that was happening. I just yeah. think that level of ability to do that is completely, uh, it's a real gift. Like I, yes. I love people that do that. I think so too. Um, tell me what y'all did this weekend. Uh, okay, it y'all was been Father's living day. big. Yes, how was the, Father's Day? It was the best. I had the best day. I I'm celebrated you. you by not calling you and telling you a bunch of stuff I wanted to call and tell you. Just so you know, <laughs> it would have been fine to talk to you. I also probably wouldn't have answered because I know I was had, like, no way. Um, I, it was so sweet. So first of all, like to know Brianna is to know that she is the most thoughtful person i mean just to a to a person everybody mm-hmm. who's like friends with her is like she is really thoughtful and yes. it's it's yes. a million little things it's not always it's not like grand gestures it's oh my gosh like like she started with breakfast and it was like the littlest thing but it, she made you know sour cream donuts that i obsess yeah, over yeah 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 homemade sour cream donut ready to go wow with a cup of coffee wow i homemade. mean and you're homemade right so it's just like how good was that then Eve and I went and hit golf balls at the driving range and had so much fun hitting golf balls together mm-hmm. and just chatting it up and laughing. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, what else did we get to do? Oh, guess what they gave me? A what? gift certificate for the tattoo place <laughs> in Orlando. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh my gosh. It is, so it is go time. Yes. Um, so get Oh, my that's tattoo. awesome. Remind yeah. me again what it is. Did you already tell me? I feel like you did. I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to explain it. Can we, are we that able to feels know that? so right that, okay. I'll tell you off a microphone, not in front of everybody. But uh-huh, I tell okay, you okay, okay, so okay. It's going to be, um, it, oh, did you hear me stutter step there? I was trying to come up with a joke and I didn't, I didn't get to it. And now I'm disappointed in myself. Here's the real <laughs> tattoo. What a, what a disappointment. I'm, so, it, there was the moment right there. Sure. Um, so it's going to be a heart. Okay. Uh, but like, just picture the outline of a heart, not like a red okay. heart, but just the sure. outline of a heart. Um, and it will be filled with some, uh, but like abstractly filled, but sure. the heart will be filled like almost like it's a window with a lot of flowers. All of the flowers have meaning. They're all, okay. there's purpose to all of them. None of them are random. And then there will be words somewhere around it. I'm going to let the artist do what he does. And so I don't sure. know if it'll be over it or around it or underneath or whatever. Um, right. But the words uh, uh, feel it all. Okay. That's from beautiful. Glennon, from Glennon Doyle's book. 
Sure. Okay. So that's awesome. That's that is so the, that's yeah, a it's not, you'll be getting that before you go to DC. Like your last, like what a great thing to do in Orlando before you leave Orlando. Oddly, looking at the calendar, literally maybe the last day we're in Orlando. No. <laughs> like I think maybe it's going to be July thirty first, and we're probably going to be in a car. We will have already moved out of Gainesville at that point, and we will be in like two cars with dog in the trunk. <laughs> we oh, will hang out in gosh. Orlando a few days, and then we will drive out in some sort of very romantic gesture of leaving right, Orlando with some right, fresh with an- fresh ink with our national shirts on, ready yeah. to g- into the unknown. Wow. So will y'all leave? Tell me more about that. Y'all are going to be leaving actually from Orlando, not from Gainesville? I'll tell you the schedule. Okay, because why not? This is what we would do if we were talking. This is what we're doing. We yeah. are talking. And you keep talking about details. That's um, right. Brienne takes the bar. It's a two-day bar on the 20. We will take the girls to Orlando on the 20-ish something, mid-20s. Of July. Somewhere in there. July. Then it will be, the kids will be at the grandparents. Mm-hmm. It'll be Brie and I here, and Brienne will take the bar. Two days Totally silence in the house, keeping mm-hmm. the dog quiet, mm-hmm. making sure the internet's working, being there for tech help, keeping things quiet. Right. She will take the bar on the 20, whatever, 26, 27, maybe it's 27, sure. 28. She will finish that bar. We will finish packing, moving truck, and some movers show up on the 30th, which is our okay. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh, boy. <laughs> and wow. We, we send it out. It's still go- we still got it. Yeah. And then we will send them with our stuff. And that stuff will take a week to get to DC. Okay. And so then we will have, we'll be out of the Gainesville house. We will have our two cars filled with whatever we need for the next week yeah. and the dog. And we will then drive to Orlando. Mm, we will hang out with okay. some friends in Orlando, see some people, um, pick up the kids, get a tattoo, mm. get in the car. And somewhere around August 1, 2, somewhere around there, we will drive to DC. And we will step foot in a house that we have fully purchased and put a new roof on and have never been inside, which is the weirdest thing to me. (laughs) Never been inside. I have spent more money on this house than I will likely spend on anything in my whole life. I have never been inside. you do not know what it smells like? Nope. A realtor who we trust, Morgan, who is a great person and we trust her taste. Yes, Walked around with a FaceTime camera and said, which I guess is just a phone, and said, yeah, here it is. And said it's normal and feels great. Answered all our questions, and we're like, "Cool, we'll purchase it." Wow! Here's wow. here's everything we've ever had. Push all the chips into the yep. middle of the table. All the to chips a place in. we've yep. never been. Yep. So. Hey, friends! Just interrupting the show to tell you about our friends over at BetterHelp. You know, Eddie and I love counseling. We're going to talk about it on this show, but. What is it that's interfering with your happiness, your health? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? You guys know that BetterHelp will step in. They'll help assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and it's so convenient. You start communicating in 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's not in like an emergency crisis line, but it is professional counseling. Yeah, and... We have said this a zillion times and we'll continue to beat this drum is I think that having a counselor is just a really essential part of 
of everyone's life. At some point, I think there's going to be a time when you just need to talk to somebody that is maybe outside of your friend group, somebody that has really like gone to school for this, is thoughtful about it, um, and can handle talking mm-hmm. to you about things like depression and stress and anxiety and relationships mm-hmm. and problems sleeping and trauma and the things that we talk about all the time. Like this is what counselors are for, and BetterHelp has just removed the barriers that some that prevent us from getting counseling and just said, here it is. Here is a convenient, professional, affordable way for you to enter into counseling and Mm -hmm. cannot encourage you enough to take this step and go get some counseling. Yeah. So friends, we want you to live a happier, healthier life right now. So as a friend of our show, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash keep talking. Join over a million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash keep talking. And y'all know we love KiwiCo. It's one of our favorite sponsors we get to work with. Summer is here and you guys, we need to get some things for our kids to do inside for when it gets too hot or when it's raining. <laughs> And everybody is home together. So you can gift your young innovators super cool STEAM projects to celebrate the beginning of the summer. And with the KiwiCo subscription, you get a new crate full of fun and science art projects every single month. Eddie, do y'all, are, have y'all worked on one lately? Yeah. And let's just say, theoretically, we've worked on one because I'm working all day and then someone else is studying all day and the kids right. like, need a whole day's worth right. of stuff. Theoretically. I'm not saying that's our situation. Uh, were that Kiwi- to be the case? Yes. <laughs> if that were the case, I would say KiwiGo is crucial for summertime uh-huh. um, because like, not only are the kids super engaged and finding stuff that's better than just like <laughs> bouncing around the house, but right. also they are continuing to engage their minds as they kind of have the long summer between, you know, that and school. You know, we've talked, I've talked before about how we love that. We're we're still using some of the boxes and we're still using some of the Mm -hmm. toys from like, Mm -hmm. I mean, nine months ago, the one that you do the spinny art with that thing has been used. I keep waiting for it to just explode and no, it keeps going. The box is getting raggedy and it just keeps going. So we (laughs) love our KiwiCo boxes. They're the best. Yeah. And so with KiwiCo friends, there's something for every kid or a kid at heart every month. So get your first month free on select crates at KiwiCo.com slash keep talking. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash keep talking. Do you think Brie will get a tattoo as well? I am certain she will not. And sorry about okay. that big drink. I just drank some coffee. That's right. no, you're allowed to drink coffee while you're sitting on the floor in a house that I still don't 100% understand why you're in, uh, where you're I'm recording gonna... in a room that um, does not belong to you. So it's good. Yeah, I'd say that's all, all makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Big house with a pool and a big, huge playroom. And our their friends are gone. And we thought, okay, we're in a little house without a pool. Let's just go hang out at our friend's house with a pool for two weeks. And that's why we're here. I hear you. I, I just, couldn't you have just stayed in your own bed and driven over to the pool? Yes, we could have, but here's the thing. One, um, I am working all day and Brianna is studying for the bar all day, which means even Lucy have a fair amount of like, hey, I'm so, and they're done with school. They have a uh-huh. fair amount of like, sorry, pals, you got like, I'll meet up with you in two hours after I'm done with this meeting uh-huh. for 30 minutes. And got then I'll it. meet up with you in another hour and a half. So they have to have the whole day of entertaining themselves. And they're really got good it. at entertaining themselves. But this has huge fun playroom, pool that they can jump in and out of whenever they want, another fun dog that they can run around with. Like, there's just a lot more options here. And we thought, well, if we're asking them to do that, we will, you know, we will at least be got somewhere it. different okay. for a couple of weeks. So yes. I'm that's with why you. we're here. Sense. 
Yeah, the dog now is a little I'm much. Now I have I'm a fully lot of regrets. Understanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Is it too much? Oh, it is absolutely too much. And I mean this with respect to the house, but a huge regret. Moose woke me at four o'clock every no. single morning for the last week. I have been up at four <gasps> o'clock. All I do is walk down and say, no, Moose. Then he goes back to sleep until 645 when he starts chirping again. At that point, 50-50 chance. Good thing is, have seen everything. If it's on Netflix or HBO Max, (laughs) I think I hit the end. I think I got a letter from Netflix that said, congratulations, you're the first. No. (laughs) No, no, no. So I'm... Oh, my gosh. So you wake up at four and you say no one time to a dog you do not own. And then you get and then you start watching the Internet. (laughs) I try not to watch the Internet. But then when we're hitting 445 and I'm just staring at the ceiling, I'm like, all right, Right. I can either start working, get a little little early work in or something's going to happen. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's awful. That's where we're at right now, Annie. That is just awful, Eddie. (laughs) Summer of adventure. (laughs) Um, Do we have any, Annie, Eddie, keep talking questions you think we should knock out today? Oh, you mean instead of, uh, yes, because we don't want to do it Friday because Friday's you know what. Yeah. By you know what, you mean our last show. (laughs) But we can just call it you know what. That feels better. Just that that shall not be named. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. I am stalling right now because I did not have it open. And Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you did earlier. Oh, my brain. I'm so sorry. Well, I've been up since four. And so there's a really good chance that I did say that I have it open. I cannot believe you've been up since four every day, Eddie. Um, That is a nightmare. For some mysterious reason, Moose did not do that one morning. And it was like the first time your baby sleeps through the night and you uh-huh. hadn't slept for six six hours in, a, in nine months. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm a god. I, right. I've got my- <laughs> <laughs> That's how it kind of feels. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So some of the ones that are left are kind of serious, but I feel like we can handle that. Um, okay. Are you feeling okay? Are you, you've- I think like we so. Can I mean, I think okay. so. We can just. I mean, do you feel that? I do. I feel okay. I just don't want to vibey wise. I just didn't know if you were okay going there. Let's do like a softball intro. Okay. Uh, Cimarron Morris at CR Morris eighty six wrote, currently six weeks into counseling because of a benefit. Right. I, I okay. We da 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 da. She gets free counseling. I'm not seeing a Christian counselor, but as a believer, should I? I have an answer that is yeah. how I've answered it in my own mind. That does not mean it is the answer. Right. And we um, don't tend to should people either way. Yeah, because ultimately, Simran, I feel like if you're getting good help and I trust your gut more than I trust anybody else's. So, yep. you know, should I trust you. But what are your feelings on being with a counselor who is a Christian versus someone who does not outwardly identify as Christian as part of their counseling practice? I would say it depends on how much you want to bring your spiritual life into the counseling. If you're mm-hmm. just looking for emotional, mental wellness and you're and you can in conversation separate that from your spiritual life, then I think you're okay in that scenario if that's what you want. I personally cannot ever separate <laughs> what me and Jesus are wrestling through with what me and this guy are wrestling through with what me and this friendship are wrestling through with what me and myself are wrestling through. And so I I need someone who speaks all my languages, and that includes my spiritual language. Yeah. 
that makes sense. Yeah. I, so I go a little bit with having been trained as a counselor and having been a counselor, like mm-hmm. the job of the counselor is really to reflect where the patient or the client is at. And so as a counselor, I saw people who every person was different than me in some way, right? Like even yeah, someone yeah. that was like, kind of like me was not like me, but right. even deeper than that, some of them were like really different than me. Like, yeah. like I couldn't even understand a part of their life that they were talking about. But my job as a counselor was not to impose really any of my life on their life, but to hold them in unconditional positive regard and to be a person that is reflecting their story back to themselves so that they can see patterns and grow. And ultimately, so that I can peddle hope Mm -hmm. into their story and help them advance. And so I currently am with a counselor who is not a person of faith. She has not fully said that, but she has also, I've come to realize through just a little bit of her own reflection that she was probably more along the line of like pretty intense atheist. That being said, I have talked faith really openly with her and have not, and have felt really like we have advanced really good conversations about faith because she's reflecting back to me things like she's, they're counsel, they're scientists, they're doctors, Mm -hmm. they're, Mm -hmm. they're looking at patterns, they're taking the academic knowledge that they know. Mm-hmm. And they're using it to help you see parts of your own story and to make progress. Right, right. So whatever I'm bringing into a room, she can't understand what it means to be a 41-year-old white male living in some random guest house who is a Christian right. and has two jobs. She's right. none of those things, but she's able to process all of it. So I don't think it's a deal breaker. I do think that I have a long answer for this, but here's my wrap That's up. That's great. Is there is a distinction between a counselor who is a Christian and a Christian counselor. Um, and and that is this the code of ethics that they are bound to as a counselor. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so a counselor who is identifies as a Christian is the same as a counselor who identifies as any other identification you could put on, right? But it doesn't change the ethics that they're under. If you're a Christian counselor, you are typically working under a set of ethics that, and a set of guidelines that are dictated by whatever Christian organization you are counseling with. Interesting. Okay. I did not know that. And so for the most part, yeah, well, for the most part, you wouldn't bump up against any of that stuff. So you haven't had to like, uh, uh, you, you, you wouldn't have realized it in your own sessions. But for sure. some people, you know, if they're coming in, I, I want to be careful. I don't want to tread. There are some issues that someone could bring into a room and say, hey, I'm thinking about making this decision or I'm entering into this relationship where a Christian counselor, possibly, depending on what ethics they're sitting under, could go, yeah, I, I'm not actually comfortable handling that. But let me refer you to a couple of counselors who I trust that would be really good at having that conversation. So ah, even if you bump up against one of those ethical moments, your Christian counselor, if they are a Christian counselor that's like could should be able to navigate that in a way that is not weird. So mm, mm. Um, so that's a non-answer answer, Cimarron. But I feel like if you're getting good counseling and doing good work, think of it like seeing a good doctor. This isn't like someone you're with forever. Just get what you can get out of it now. And yeah. That's great. And, yeah. I talked a lot on that one. So that That's was great though. That That's because you're a counselor. Everybody knows. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I'm not sure. We we've kind of. If you were to ever have a guest on the podcast, who would you both want to talk to? Oh, this is Angela Living Good. Who would we both want to talk to? Both. So that's interesting because you and I Fallon. both. Know, I think it would be. I mean, yeah. we'd love Jimmy. Yeah. Mutually deep love for Jimmy Fallon. Is there someone else? That's the automatic that comes to my mind, even though you're already yeah. friends with him. I was going through music, entertainment. I think we'd both have a good time with Dolly. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. I I would feel like I was forcing that on you. But if you're saying you'd enjoy that, great. Uh, oh, she's royalty. I mean, she's... Yeah, no question. I mean, that's like interviewing a Beatle. I mean, you just... Wouldn't it be great to see her live? Yeah, I think Jimmy Fallon is a good I have seen her live. One. Is that what you mean? See her live in concert? Yeah, I've never seen her live. Oh, you have seen her live. That's oh, I right. You were on the side of the stage. Live. Yeah. That's yeah. right. She's amazing. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think okay. Jimmy Fallon's probably the closest answer that I would come up with for both of us. Yeah, I think Jim, Jimmy Fallon is our mutual celebrity like favorite. Okay. Yeah. Ebert, E-B-E-R-T, Ebert Brown writes, okay, for real question two. I don't know why I read that. I think maybe Ebert asked another question. Okay, here's a question. <laughs> you guys have talked some about not using should with ourselves and our mm. friends, which we have talked about. How does this balance with the Proverbs wisdom of humility receiving instruction from others? Genuinely curious about your thoughts. Well, I think that there's a lot of other words you can use where you share wisdom with other people that, do, that does not have the shame connotation that should has. So we're not saying that you shouldn't tell other people when you know something they want to know or when you have an idea that would help them. It's just a matter of can you phrase it? Actually, to use exactly the language they just said, um, when you phrase it humbly, you should use less shoulds. Because mm -hmm. that shows, I think should is a word that connects more with pride than humility. And so, so I think, I think that they are exactly working together. Am I wrong on that? No, I think you're, I think that was a perfect answer. I think there's something unique about the word should that we both ping on that right now in today's, like in today's usage, it feels like a word that is, like you said, it, it has a, it has a shame attachment to it. Mm -hmm. And so I think what the underlying between you and I bumping on should all the time is saying like, Hey, let's remove shame from our instruction and care for each other. <laughs> let's, let's not yes, shame each other yes. into, into thinking or believing something, even if it's something light, like, like you should try this and like, oh, okay, I, I know, I know what you're saying, but also like, I feel junky. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't try this. So what I really want to hear is like, I would love for you to try this. I get so excited about this. I think you'd really like this. So like, yes. it's just yes. this simple it, but it's also like, I don't want to die on the hill of, of verbiage. It's we, you should people, you should all the time. I, I just think that we don't have the right to shame each other. I think we do have the right to, uh, love and care for and correct and speak mm -hmm. wisdom into and even mm -hmm. painfully correct sometimes if we have been able to enter into that space with someone. Um, right, right. So yeah, I think should's just one of those like fast track words. That's, that's like, right. Oh, that's too, a great way to put it. It's a fast track. It's just too word. heavy. Yeah. It's too heavy. Yeah. yeah. It's also okay. going to happen. I say it. You should be doing that. You should be, you know, I mean, it's going to happen. I just, it pings me when I say it and reminds me, are you... Are you sure you want to say it like that to them? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Annie. So listen, we've got four minutes left in the show. We've got okay. three questions left on the list. There's part oh, of me that just wants. Yeah, 100%. no, they're going to be intense, so we're going to have to just do our best. Okay, Aaron okay. Intense F. but fast. Aaron F. writes, uh, Annie and Eddie, uh, love how you all are fans of counseling. What encouragement would you give someone who is grieving the loss of a relationship with a beloved counselor of five years? So Aaron or somebody has been going to a counselor for five years. For some reason, that has ended and there is a mourning. Um, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I'd say feel it. Of course. Of course you're sad. They yeah. know your story. They've been with you. Like. You don't, I would feel the same way any, any other ending with in relationship or in work. I, I would just trust the process of what you're going through. Yes. And now I want to say something horrible, but that okay. is also true because everything you said is accurate. And also to sit in the tension with that, uh, your counselor is not your friend. It is a person that you pay that if you saw them in the grocery Very store, good. Very good. would not say hi to you. By, by their code of ethics, right? They're not going to talk to you. They are your doctor. They are, and they're your doctor of your mind. So it feels a lot like a friendship. And sometimes there is genuine, I, I, I sit there and go thinking about this. Like there are many of my clients who I cared about. We laughed. It was a genuine, but it is also a friendship that is based under a set of pretenses that every other friendship you have doesn't have. And so part of it is like mourn the loss, but also know that this person was somebody that you paid and like needed to sit in that weird space in order for them to be able to serve you well. They needed to be neutral. They needed to feel like a friend, but not be so much of a friend that they were all up in your life. And so I think it's both mourn and also as you're mourning, try to find another counselor. Because yeah, it's just right. like you got to you got to find a new primary care physician. So I don't mean to okay. say like don't feel what you're feeling, but it's it's a weird thing. That's 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 all weird. Okay. Yep. Good. Ju Did I say anything that was too? Nope. Too, I didn't want to push. Okay. Nope. Juliana Ford, and then there's a Harn afterwards. So I don't know what Juliana's last name is, but doesn't matter because the first name is Juliana and writes. What do we do after a really awful, heart wrenching friendship breakup? I think we talk a lot about romantic breakups, but that leaves most of us floundering and without resources when it comes to a painful end of a friendship. Any thoughts? Great question. Yeah, I mean, I've had the worst breakup of my life was with a friend. Um, Oof, and I would yeah. say one of the best things you can do is not uh, not get your rest of your friends pitted on one side or the other as mm -hmm. best you can. Um, the more you honor the other person, uh, verbally and publicly, the better you'll be in the long run. Uh, there are safe people to talk to. It just probably shouldn't be all your mutual friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and grieve it. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's terrible. It's a huge loss and, and it doesn't make you weird or wrong to feel that profoundly, even though it wasn't a romantic relationship and probably yeah. get in counseling pretty quick if you aren't, or talk about it in counseling if you haven't. Totally. I don't have anything to add to that. I mean, it's, I mean, in a, a good friend breakup, I mean, good in the worst sense, like a, a real friend breakup, whether it's just dramatic or slow over time can feel just as hard as a romantic breakup. Like they're right. That's right. real. I that's mean, it's, true. and it's the same process of like real sadness, real loss, yep. real like regret, real yeah, like reminders and things that aren't happening and a phone call that doesn't happen at the same time at night. Like it's just, I think it is just as painful, but without as clear a, a roadmap as, as so I just feel I 
that's a that is a really hard one. Um, that's really so, hard. All right, last question. Okay, Helen Hurd. Helen Hurd writes. I love the name Helen. I feel like love it. every Helen's going to be a nice person. Yeah, that's I think true. you may have talked a bit about this, but how do you handle male and female friendships, and also friendships not mentoring with different generations? Hmm. Let's take that as two different pieces, but let's just take the first one. How do you handle okay. male and female friendships? I mean, um, I I think I just have them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, if I'm friends with a husband, I'm friends with the wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and with single men, I'm friends with them. And if feelings come along, we talk about it. So yeah. that's kind of my simple answer. Is there more complicated than that? I don't think so. I think we start to get into things like the Billy Graham rule and all that. And we've talked about that at some point. Um, but I think it's very much just set up good boundaries and trust yourself, I think is yep. where I land. That's good. That's very good. Annie, second to last show in the books. Yep. We ha- I Done. have no more Ask AE Keep Talking questions, which means, okay. and <laughs> I have nothing on the list for our last show <laughs> and I no Keep Talking questions. Yeah. So I have literally a blank document in front of me, which means it is time to have our last show. Yeah, that's what it means. Okay, yeah. we'll 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 be doing that on Friday. So friends, go wash your hands, and we'll see you back mm-hmm. here on Friday. Bye, buddies. <laughs> <laughs>